on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. Good morning. I, I mean, top five, one of my least enjoyable things is dressing up. I think I've made that very clear. I wear a suit on Sunday to church and that's it. Or a funeral. But honestly, funeral is even, like, that's a toss-up. I may not. <laughs> Weddings, toss-up. Growing up in a small, growing up in a small Idaho town, you can wear jeans and a t-shirt to a wedding. That is absolutely uh, acceptable. I remember going to a small town yep. Idaho wedding in a barn, and I showed up in a dress, like just a regular attire for a wedding, and and you had a suit on, and we were instantly way overdressed, even more overdressed than the bride and the groom. Yeah, it's <laughs> the amazing, groom right? Was wearing jeans and a t-shirt. I was like, what the heck? But yeah, I don't think awkward. I don't think people realize the lengths that I will go to not dress up. Like I will try my hardest to not mm-hmm. have to dress up for things. So um, we went to Hamilton last night. Awesome, awesome, awesome show. Great time. And uh, it was it was kind of like a media event, and so we were invited to go. And so we were getting emails about what to expect and the tickets and everything. And I have been so nervous leading up to this because, you know, it's it's a play, and those are normally formal events, right? I mean, it's not a high school play. Maybe you can go casual to a high school play, but yeah. – I mean, it's a little I, bit different than high school. It is a little bit different, but I also don't think you need to be wearing like a tuxedo and a bow tie and a vest. No, like- no, 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 no. But I was so concerned about the dress and hoping that I could find a way to mm-hmm. dress casually that I emailed her and said, hey, what's the dress here? <laughs> I like I was so I was so worried about it that I actually emailed about me a the, the dress. And luckily she responded and uh, said that it was not as formal as you needed to be. So. I didn't go as formal. Of course, there were people way outdressed than oh, me. Oh, yeah. And also, you were very formal to your normal standards. I was. Which is so funny because if you rewind back to a few days ago, like last week, I posted a photo of one of our engagement photos, and you guys can actually go see how Joey used to dress. And that, was not, that was not just for photos. That is how Joey always dressed. He wore collared button-ups. Country club. With, yeah, with a sweater or a sweater vest. And that's what you wore to pick up groceries. Like, that's how you dressed. And so it's so funny that now it is so out of the wheelhouse. And uh, last night, I do think, was your tops. It was. As far as, I mean, what did you have on? You you didn't wear a hat. That's I didn't wear a hat. You. I didn't wear a hat. And really, I in my email, I should have said, I just want to let you know, I'm willing to sacrifice my classic ball cap to go see Hamilton. That's a that's a big, in my mind, that should be a good Breaking enough trade-off. News. Right? Yeah. But I did I did jeans, dress socks. And then I did brown leather slip-ons, like light brown leather slip-ons. And then I did a button-up shirt, no hat. And that to me was like creme de la creme. I don't have a – I tried on a sweater before we left. Could not fit into it anymore. <laughs> it was like I looked like Winnie the Pooh. Like it was just hanging up out yep. the top. So it was See, not good. I deal with different struggles than you, and it wasn't the attire. It was the eating situation. I love to snack, and especially now that I am pregnant, it's like I kind of always have to be eating something. Yeah. And so, is it bad that I kind of snuck a little something, something? I, I brought think, it I in think my you've purse. Got to. Like, like, I, I want to pull that card all the time, like, oh, I'm pregnant. But, like, for me, I'm just like, oh, I needed a snack. So, hopefully, nobody noticed, but I don't know if that's fair or foul. I just had to grab a little granola bar. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, checking bags and everything is one thing, but they're not going to frisk you for a for a Nutrigrain bar. But no, you're pregnant. You have that excuse. I don't. <laughs> yeah, but is that an excuse, though? Or are they going to be like, well, sorry, ma'am, you still have to purchase something at intermission? Oh, I, I can't imagine you having an emergency snack for a play and they say, sorry, if you say you're pregnant. Even if you just said, I need an emergency snack, don't we all? <laughs> I, I think I think everyone should Duh. carry a snack with you at all times. I remember when I first got my driver's license, like I was told by my parents to have a little, like, in the back seat of a flashlight, a blanket, but also snacks, like a couple granola bars, hmm. a couple of energy bars, something. And so you t- you took Smart. a little emergency snack. Now, I, what was funny is you trying to sneakily grab mm-hmm. it out of the pocket. Take, it was take just little, little pieces. I was yeah. like breaking it off in my pocket. And- I would have loved it if Hamilton, <laughs> they would have been right in the middle of like, Stop Angelica, <gasps> who oh, snuck, so. who snuck in a Nutrigrain bar? <laughs> it was the pregnant lady. Ah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Movie theaters, you know what you're going to get. Right, you know they've got popcorn, they've got chocolate, they've got candies, all that. I can't handle you at movie theaters. 
with with your popcorn oh yeah habits it's, it's it's like joey is a raccoon digging into a like garbage can and he's just i don't go hands. two hands no in. you are just like <laughs> and it's like you try to cram the most abnormal amount of popcorn into your small mouth hole yeah and it falls over everywhere and it's like i've never seen anybody fit that much like a chipmunk with the, the cheeks and that's how you eat it's like you have to eat it as quickly as humanly possible i like to spread it out and enjoy it through a movie when you eat popcorn have you ever grab just a handful and shove that handful of popcorn in your mouth? Well, a, like a reasonable handful. Like, I'm not doing I'm talking it. just like one. I'm saying <laughs> from thumb to pinky, that is full of popcorn. Have uh, you done that? If it fits in my mouth appropriately. But no, normally I do like three, four little uh, popcorn pieces. And then I just, at a nice pace, I mean, just eat it throughout the movie. Because I grew up in my family, we get popcorn to enjoy throughout the entire movie. You grew up thinking... I need to eat this as fast as possible before the movie starts. Yeah, because if you bought the bottomless bucket, unless you go at hyperspeed, you're not going to go get a refill. So my goal is to eat so much popcorn that before the previews end, I'm getting a yes, refill. I do that too, before the previews end. But once the movie starts, you're still inhaling it like you ain't never eaten popcorn in your life. I've eaten popcorn all different ways. I've gone kernel <laughs> by kernel. I've gone two to three in a, in a little pinch. And then I've done the handful. I promise you the handful is the best popcorn consuming experience. It is. I'm, I'm going to enjoy mine throughout the uh, movie. <laughs> it's Joey and Lauren. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. This is a crazy story coming out of the Tesla industry. Good old Elon okay. Musk. Yeah. Okay. So I guess a while back, there was a guy who was watching a YouTube video of a Tesla owner who had made a crazy observation, which was playing video games on the touchscreen of your Tesla while the car is driving. You can play video games. <laughs> On the car's touchscreen. Why so, even have a car at that point? Like, right? you obviously don't want to drive. So this guy, his name is Vince. He wanted to see, okay, is this legit like for, for all Teslas? Yeah. Or does this guy just hack something weird? So he went to an empty parking lot and tried it out. And sure enough, on his Series 3 or Tesla Model 3, whatever it was, he was able to pull up a game, activated it. It's called Sky Force Reloaded on the menu and he could play games while, while he was driving. And he said, this is so unsafe. I am dumbfounded that this is a thing. Someone is going to get killed. He reported it, and now the government is looking into it. Uh, yeah, because that's I like mean, a huge safety concern, right? Can't, can't imagine, like, you're, I mean, just driving through town and you're playing Mario Party or whatever. Again, why, I mean, I guess if you can do it, there's going to be people that will do it, unfortunately. But just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. And, by the way, if you got in any sort of a accident, you are going to be so liable if your oh, like, yeah. reaction is, well, I was playing a That's video game, sorry. That's the epitome of distracted driving. There's a lot of things that are distracting while you drive, but that one, maybe Tesla was like, oh, this is for the passenger yeah. to play. When are you but going to trust self-driving cars? Never. Some, never? I don't oh, trust them. you'll get them. there. Because I have adjusted cruise, and I trust that with my life. I have that on my yeah, car. Yeah, but that, okay, I guess that's kind of similar. Yeah, but where it like scans still, the car in front of you. But him. you're still controlling the wheel. Yeah. You're still double checking. I mean, I've, I have adjusted cruise as well, but sometimes if the car in front of me stops too suddenly, my car goes beep, 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 and it tells me to brake. Yeah, it's like, hey, right? you can't get off this easy. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're not going to help you out with this. <laughs> yeah, you we'll got to figure it out. The slow braking, right? Yeah, I don't know when I'll, when I'll first like have one, I'm sure, you know, 10, 20, 30 years down the road, we'll all be driving them. I'm going to gross you out a little bit. There is an ex-hotel worker that is revealing the nah, most disgusting reasons why you need to avoid the continental breakfast. Oh, man. Do you, you want know, me I, to tell you? Because you love the continental breakfast. I love the continental breakfast. I love it. I, to me, it's one of the greatest things we've done in this country. I don't know if other countries do this with hotels, but the fact that we said, you know what? We're going to get you breakfast. I love it. She's saying there are major food safety issues, especially your hot breakfast, eggs, waffles, stuff like that. She says, do not eat that. So this was a TikTok video. I went crazy. So she said that at the place she worked at, the manager was teaching her how to clean up and they teach them to use one paper towel all night to clean anything from tables uh, to spatulas. This is probably this hotel, right? Yeah. But this was her experience. One paper towel because it was environmentally friendly. So she's wiping tables, cleaning spatulas, drying dishes. I mean, yeah. using the same thing. Oof, that's not good. So that's disgusting, right? Another thing, gloves weren't used, hands weren't washed, and that was handling food. Also, food was removed from the buffet uh, like the day before and then put back out. I, I've always eaten. wondered that. I have gone to a hotel continental breakfast. Let's say it's a Tuesday, 
And I mean, I'm leaving like right at the end of the breakfast hours and I'm sitting there going, I bet you they're going to roll this stuff out tomorrow. These are the pastries specifically. So when they're touching the pastries, they're not using gloves. And then she says they sometimes, I mean, think of all the people that could have touched them and sometimes they get reused for days. Okay. This breaks my heart. It gets worse. The waffle station is the most disgusting part of a continental breakfast per this former hotel employee. I love, this is going to break my dad's heart. My dad was like the waffle station king. You get a little cup of batter. Are you ready? Um, She says there was a lot of contamination because workers didn't always clean everything properly, but also they were told to reuse leftover batter until it started to smell like beer. Gosh, okay. So she says, I was told to smell the waffle batter to check if it was still good. And then I just lost all hope. She says, instead of making new batter, if it stunk, they just add in more fresh batter and stir it until the smell goes away. I don't want to go to this hotel Think at all. of the bacteria I, multiplying. Right. I do think most of these sound like it's a specific hotel's issue, but I have seen all that batter before. And yeah, there's plenty of times I'm like, man, there's no way they're just throwing this out tonight. They're going to they're gonna reuse yeah. it. And, and who knows? This could be a disgruntled employee, maybe embellishing, but yeah. these people did pass the safety guidelines, I guess. But how nasty. I'm not eating waffles the rest at the uh, hotel yeah. anymore. I normally don't do the <laughs> waffle station at a hotel because it just takes so much time. Yeah. I feel like, and I feel like I'm inconveniencing everybody when I'm trying to, you know, I got my little cup of batter and I pour it in and then I flip it. So and a lot you're of times, up the line. yeah, I'll like pick it up early and it's like not even done. I'm like, sorry, yeah. sorry, I'm bothering you. And those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it's makeup or breakup. Every once in a while, someone goes, "Yeah, I think I screwed up," and even trying to apologize, nothing's working. So. Make us try and be the heroes. Matt is with us and uh, made a whoopsie on his first day with Whitney, but he feels like he was able to bounce back and he was able to make things work. So we're going to figure this out. What happened on uh, Matt's day with Whitney? Hello, Matt. Hey, how's it going? Good. Okay, so you feel like you made a mistake. What was that mistake and how do you feel like you bounced back? Yeah, so, you know, with Whitney, um, you know, we I, I made plans to go to this really nice restaurant and... Um, you know, I, I've actually been there before and, and didn't need a reservation. And so I, I, I thought, you know, I didn't even know you could make a reservation there, actually. And so I didn't make one. And um, so we went there and, um, you know, they, they didn't have any tables immediately available. So we were waiting we're waiting for, for, for a while. And, um, you know, that's totally my bad. So I, I wonder if maybe that's why, you know, I, I haven't heard from her. But um, I, I hope my personality shines you know, regardless. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I pretty quickly found a, a solution to sort of a really short walk away. Um, and we, we went somewhere else to eat. And, um, you know, I thought we had a really good conversation. And she was like a really sweet person. And, and it was definitely one of the better dates I've been on. So I mm. I thought it went really well. You know, okay. I, I thought like all the body language and all the cues were all, were all really strong. So, um Obviously, it's it's not ideal that the place didn't have a table for us immediately, but I think that, like, I acted pretty quickly to find a solution, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so your thoughts are, okay, she might have been annoyed by not being able to eat at that restaurant, but because I found this solution to the problem and I tried to let myself shine, that maybe that's the reason, you know, you could have recovered from this situation. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Is there yeah. something along the lines of she feels like, oh, well, you don't know how to prepare. I don't want to be with someone that doesn't prepare and isn't ready to go. I have been to places, though, you think, no way you need a reservation here. Yeah. And then like, uh, are you kidding me? Yeah, we're totally booked. Yeah, I mean, I hope that's not what she thinks because I, I, sh- I guess I should have looked it up. Well, and you'd like to hope right. you'd like to hope that she likes you for you and wants yeah. to go on a date for sure. you, not for the restaurant. So that would be the hope. Right. Right, exactly, exactly, and I and like I said, I mean, I it's not like the conversation was like boring or dull. I felt like yeah. we were really connected. Okay, all right, so let's play a song, come back, let's call Whitney. We'll talk to Whitney, get her side of things. We'll have you stay on the line and kind of hear her side, and then we'll try to bring you both together, and maybe we can get reservations for this place to send you guys there, and then we're coming too. Obviously, right, yeah. Okay, all right. It's like so. I don't know if I want you guys there, but yeah, did okay. you hear the hesitation in Matt's voice? He's like. <laughs> Uh, no, that's not part of the deal. 
So we'll talk to Whitney when we come back. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it is make up or break up. So Matt feels like he kind of screwed up a little bit on the date because the restaurant that they went to couldn't get in. Was like, oh, I didn't realize you're all booked out. Need reservations. Yep. But he feels like, yeah, I know. Okay, so it's a hiccup. But I thought my personality shined through. I think is what he said. Yeah. With well, Whitney. he's like, I hope that she wants to date me for me and not because of the restaurant I was going to take her to. So uh, his words are that he bounced back, took her somewhere else, thought it was great. But uh, the only thing he could think of really was that maybe she's annoyed by the whole restaurant thing and I, I really want to apologize, but he hasn't been able yeah. to get a hold of her. There are two sides to every story. So, I mean, for everything we know yeah. from Matt, hey, it was good. Hey, little problem. little. I mean, but that reminds me of like a dad on a road trip where the tires are blown. It's like, ah, little problem No here. big deal. Yeah, we're the, fine. The family's on the side of the highway. <laughs> uh, it is a big deal, Dad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the hotel is really creepy. Who cares? We're good, guys. <laughs> so let's talk to Whitney. Hello. Hello, is this Whitney? Yes, this is Whitney. Whitney, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning. Morning radio show. Oh. Hi, Hi, Whitney. Wait. Hi. I'm huh. sorry. Why are you calling? So we're uh, we're Joey and Lauren in the morning. We're a morning radio show, and we're calling you on uh, on behalf of somebody named Matt that reached out to us. Apparently, you went on a first date with Matt. Is that correct? I did. I okay. Did. Yeah, so... On our show, on our morning show, we do a segment we call Make Up or Break Up, where you go on a date with somebody, then you ghost them, or you get ghosted, or something's going mm-hmm. on, you're not getting a text back, and we try to figure out what's going on. Well, apparently you are not texting Matt back after your first date. So he reached out to us. He's like, could you call Whitney and ask her why she's not texting me back? So here we are, asking you why <laughs> you're not texting me back. We're helping Matt. So I know it's weird, and we're probably catching you right in the middle of something but if you could share with us what's up and like why you're not texting him back yes i'm totally not going out with matt ever in life again like um we went on this date but 30 minutes before we even got ready to go on the date matt calls me and says that he needs me to pick him up and so I was like, okay, let me just go pick him up. Mm-hmm. So I went to go pick him up. And when we get to the restaurant, Matt literally has no reservations at all. And so I was he told us that. annoyed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So then Matt says to me like, oh, okay, well, let's just go find another restaurant or whatever. And so we go and we go try to find another uh, restaurant. And we're walking and, like, walking and walking for, like, 20 minutes. And mind you, I'm in heels and I have a super tight dress on. Oh, I'm looking super cute. And so we're oh, walking for, like, for you. 20 minutes. <laughs> and we, then when we're walking, we, he finds, like, this food truck. So we get to this food truck. We end up there. And we end up sharing food. Like, oh, we share food together. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was so annoyed. I just feel like Matt did not put the effort yeah, nor I, the time into this. And I literally just never want to go on another date with him okay. ever again. I could see feeling that way because you it's one thing after another. You know, oh, I need a ride now. And, oh, I didn't make reservations. And, oh, let's just eat here. And, oh, let's share. I mean, that does kind of feel a little bit like he didn't really have a plan. I mean, I don't wear heels, but even I understand that walking yeah. in heels is not fun. I've seen Lauren try to walk in heels, and it's like a, <laughs> it's like a newborn gazelle. It's not, it's not fun. I know. Any reason why you don't just tell him this? Now, maybe not during the date you say, hey, this really sucks. But why not text him and be like, Dude, no. Like, you really made me You made me walk around half a mile to go get food truck after we were supposed to have a nice dinner. Um, Honestly, I just felt like at that point I was just super annoyed with him. Okay. And I just felt like he just didn't even deserve my time, my effort, okay. and I just ghosted him. I didn't say any other words to him. And he's tried to reach out, but I just ignored okay. him. Completely. Yeah, I mean, he's told us that. He also said, though, that he feels personally that he was able to – bounce back that he felt like you guys really connected and clicked he's like i let my personality shine through there was the hiccup at the restaurant but everything else seemed to flow well do you agree with that no i feel like 
he was really cheap. I mean, at the end of the day, why do we have to share food at a food truck? Mm-hmm. Like, that's really cheap. Well, especially if the so, idea in the beginning was to eat at a restaurant that where at you least is nice enough to wear heels, a dress, and eat. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's a very other end of the spectrum. Like, I mean, a TGI Fridays or an Applebee's maybe could have done the trick, but uh-huh. does, like that doesn't happen. So, Whitney, I know you don't want to talk to Matt, and you haven't. That's why you're not texting him back. But he is on the other line with us. And I, I oh. would like to just, I know, but don't feel bad. I would like to just hear his side of things. And you would want to know, too. Like, if someone wasn't texting you back, you'd kind of want to know why. So he was able to hear what you said. Uh, that's so, okay. So, Matt, we're bringing you on now. What was going through your head with this whole food truck situation? Yeah, I mean, hi, Whitney. I, you know, I'm kind of surprised. I mean, you know, especially for the, for this first date. I mean, I, you're honestly kind of seeming like kind of shallow to me because, I mean, I guess maybe you just really wanted to go to this restaurant more than actually meeting me um, because that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. So, I mean, I thought maybe you... I don't know. I mean, you seem like you didn't want to eat that much, so that's why you know we could. If you wanted more, we could have ordered more as a food truck. Like, easily walk up and order more. So I don't know. I'm just a little turned off. But man, how was I shallow? Like, I came and picked you up from yeah. your house thirty minutes before our actual date. Like, I swallowed a lot of pride right there. So how was I shallow? Well, I mean, you know, I I don't know. I think that. <laughs> That's not a great uh, Well, answer. my question to the shallow comment is, if you tell someone, and Matt, maybe, maybe let me put it in perspective to you. So maybe someone tells you, hey, we're going to this place. And you kind of get excited and you're thinking about that place. And then yeah. you go, and now all of a sudden you can't go. And now you're being called shallow because you can't go to a place somebody told you you thought you were going to go. Does that make sense? Like, I, I'm struggling to figure out and connect the pieces. Yeah, no, I, okay, that probably wasn't the right word. I mean, I think it's more, I'm just disappointed because I felt like it was otherwise a good day, even though... The yeah, food even with the hiccups. Yeah, okay. and, and you're yeah. totally fine with, with, again, having that perspective. But you were right. also not the one in a dress and in heels walking <laughs> to go to a food truck. I would feel weird being in a dress and heels outside of a food truck. And I think that's, right, Whitney, where you're kind of coming from? Yes, that's exactly where I'm coming from. I just felt like he could have put way more effort in and, you know, thought it through. I just felt like... Me picking him up, the food truck yeah. situation, not having reservations. It just was crazy. And I just think, like, Matt, you're a really, really, really nice guy. And I just think that you'll be great for someone else. You're just not going to be great for me. All right. I, I accept. I accept. I get it. I get it. Uh, food okay. truck, me, you, Matt. We can hang out. Just two dudes. <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. It's it's Joey and Lauren. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren On Demand. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. On my 1027. It's Joey and Lauren. It's time for the Monday debate. So this week is, is cash a good Christmas gift? We're talking actual hard, cold, cold, hard cash. Cold, hard cash. That's how people say it. It could be hard, cold cash. We can start that trend. Uh, Uh, Cold hard cash, good Christmas gift or not? I really do. I think this is a terrible Christmas gift. And I know what a lot of you might be thinking well, Lauren, you like gift cards. You think gift cards is a nice gift? Yes, because I actually think gift cards, it means something. You went out, you put the thought into what would this person like? I'm going to buy them gift card to X restaurant or whatever place, shopping center, because I know that my friend or family member would like it. Cash, to me, feels cold. It feels like, oh, I just opened up my wallet and gave you what I could find. I think it depends if you know the person or not. If you don't know, if you're donating, donate cash. That's fine. Like, if you're donating to a cause. But yeah, but a, we're talking a Christmas okay, gift so we're, from we're somebody talking like, you know. You know this person. Anybody in your life that you know gives you a Christmas gift. All right. Coworker, family member, friend, cousin, whoever. I'm pulling a Lauren. I have a caveat here. (laughs) I'm pulling a Lauren. That's okay. 18 or younger, cash is good. I think 18 and older, you want to start doing like the gift cards and stuff. I think kids love cash. Okay. And kids are harder to shop for. Man, you think a kid may want a toy, you get the toy, and they're like, oh, I'm too old for that toy. I don't like that toy anymore. Or video games, Mm -hmm. man, I have learned my lesson. 
Video games, good, popular, not popular. You get the old version of the game. You got to get the new version of the game. So I think if you're younger, cash is great. Cash is king. They can go buy candy with it. They can buy toys. They can go buy their video game. I mean, I can't tell you what my nephew... I have no idea if my nephew has a PlayStation or an Xbox or a GameCube or a Nintendo. So I think once you become an adult, then you start going in. Because the gift card, it kind of does both things. You don't have to put in too much thought. But the gift card gives you a little bit of thought. Yeah, but how much uh, how much cash are you gonna give a kid? Like that's a that's a legit question because when 50 you're fifty bucks, when, fifty dollars. Well, if it's my kid for Christmas, yeah, I'm gonna give him fifty bucks. Okay, wait a minute. You're saying you would give your own children just cash for Christmas? That is terrible. That's terrible. Uh, uh, You're the parent. Uh, you should know what they want for Christmas. Could you imagine? I thought you were talking like a niece or a nephew. No, let's start a new tradition. Let's just give our children cash for Christmas. Because I was going to say, let's say it's a niece or a nephew. Okay. Right. 20 and, bucks. Okay, 20 bucks. To compare to your original theory, well, I don't know what video games they like, so they can buy it, whatever. You're not going to get them anything with $20 that they probably want. So why not get them something tangible that maybe they would like? And you might not have to spend as much. Does that make sense? Yeah. If you're if you're going with that theory, because you give someone $15, $20, they're not going to be able to buy a video game. They could also put it in the piggy bank. It could be an investment strategy. Like, kid, you know what's important? A Roth IRA. I think the phrase, it's the thought that counts, does not count with cash. Okay. You think there's just no thought there. It's not a lot of thought. I agree. I mean, I mean anybody can do yeah, cash. I'll take your money. I'm not an animal. Like, I'll take the cash. But what I'm saying is, is it just feels a little cold. Like, you just open up your purse. Like, ah, here you go. I think the argument for cash, if I'm going to if I'm gonna defend cash here for a second, it is the most universal gift you could give someone. There is a 100% chance that if you give somebody cash for Christmas, they are going to like that gift. No one's not going to like cash. Right, and, and that's true. And that's what I meant by I'll take the cash. But it just feels like... Was there any motive or thought, or was yeah. it just here? You do your own Christmas shopping. So I would say that cash for Christmas still works. Cash for birthdays is 100% okay. In fact, I think cash is probably the majority of birthday gifts that people get. My grandma still gives me a $5 bill. You still get a five from grandma? <laughs> just a five. That's fine. Yeah, but to a grandma, five is like 500. I, I mean, know. that's, you know, that's, that's living it's rich. It's very nice of her. So I would say birthday, I'm definitely more with cash. I'm going to say okay for Christmas. If I get a Christmas card with your family and some cash, I don't know. I mean, it's an idea. Could you imagine if we didn't do any Christmas shopping for our kids and we just gave them cash and then we took them to the mall later? Sounds like a nightmare. But maybe everything's on sale. Or a dream. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what we do. We learn. (laughs) No, no, no. We go after Christmas. Yeah, but Santa's not bringing cash. Santa's going to bring something at least. No, Santa. Yeah. There's a Santa Claus. Literally. Get it? A Santa Claus with this. And that is Santa. Santa doesn't bring cash. Santa's got to bring the toys. Right. But I think mom and dad. Yeah. Bring the cash. All right. Well, you can keep debating with us. 68719. It's the Monday debate. Do you think cash is a good Christmas gift? It's universal, or do you think it's like, no, it shows that you didn't think much about it? You can let us know. 68719. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. We are going to pretend to be rich for a while. We're going to pretend we're in a very, very rich family. Did you know any like rich families growing up? It was like um, just tons no. of wealth. Mansions. Uh, personally? Did I personally know anybody? Yeah, well, who's the richest person you, you personally know? Do you think I know? knew rich people? Well, everyone can know someone really, okay, really me, rich. Let me think. Not someone in my personal life. I grew up, no. I mean, we grew up with no, 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 no money. And the people we were around didn't have you don't, money you don't either. know any. You don't know any, like, there's not a family that you went to school with, like, their kid, and they were, like, super rich. Oh. Uh, no, I always used to think my aunt Penny and Uncle Daryl were rich because they had a pool. And so I was like, oh, they're, they literally have tons of I mean, of that's, money. A, that's a nice luxury. So I thought they were super rich because they had like multiple bathrooms in their house and they had a oh, pool. Oh, yeah. When well, you got <laughs> two toilets, man. One toilet. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk so, over here with your two toilets. Sorry to disappoint. I don't think I have an answer for you. I, I'm going to uh, say my Aunt Penny. She was uh, apparently rich to me when I was a kid. There was a family I knew that uh, they were very rich. They had a private jet and literally like the kid would talk I'm about sorry, like, oh, they had a you- private jet? Yeah, yeah, they literally had a private jet. <laughs> By the way, you've got a special Tylenol delivery. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren needed Tylenol and started asking every other person in the building, and now well, we just I got can't Tylenol take delivered. And I have like the worst headache this morning, and so of course everyone 
has ibuprofen, and I ask one of our coworkers um, who just sits outside of our studio door, and he's like, I'm going to go to the gas station. I'm going to go get you some Tylenol. This I'm is, like, no, This is what happens when you announce you're pregnant. Everything has changed. I've watched it. I've watched it the last couple days. The moment Lauren announced she was pregnant, now you're getting Tylenol delivered. I guarantee you. Look at you, that, right on the windowsill. If they didn't know you were pregnant, they'd be like, <laughs> you know what, Lauren, it sounds like you need to prepare better. I didn't let the one coworker go to the gas station, though. I was like, no, don't do that. So <laughs> luckily, this guy had some. So I Thank had a, you. So I had a uh, family friend that was really rich. Well, uh, it was just released by Yahoo Finance, the five richest families in the United States, okay? Okay. And what we're going to do is, if you had a chance to be in one of these families, which one would you choose for the perks and why? The richest one. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just want the richest one, whatever it is. Okay, so I'm going to go through them. Okay. Some of these families I don't know. Number five, richest family in the United States is a louder family. They're worth $40 billion. The louder, the louder dynasty family. came into its money through cosmetics firm Estee Lauder. Oh, Estee Lauder, yeah. It's, oh. it's makeup, okay. cosmetics, yeah. So that's family number five that you could be in. Okay, so think about that. Unlimited Would you want to be unlimited makeup, moisturizers? The Cargill Macmillan family is worth forty-seven billion dollars. Uh, they've been known for pharmaceuticals, beauty, and personal care, and transportation, <laughs> and industrial. Uh, so you very, get a little mix yeah. of that. Okay. Number three, the Mars family. Now this is the jump. The fourth oh, candy, right? Yeah. Mars candy. The fourth richest family in the United States is worth forty-seven billion. Ready for this? The third richest family in the country is the Mars family. They're worth $94 billion. It jumps no up $50 billion. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, Mars is the candy bars, all the Mars candy bars, the Milky Way. They're the inventors of the Milky but, but Way. But who else is Mars? M&M's. Like, M&M's. That's probably, their, that's probably their top pillar is M&M's. Okay. If this were the Reese's family, I'd be sold. Whoever invented the Milky Way in the Mars family, you never think he's like, yeah, this will get us $94 billion. That's amazing. It's not even that good of a candy bar. I'm not a fan of the Milky Way. However, I do like the Milky Way Midnight, which is the dark Dark Milky chocolate. Way. Yeah. Um, number two is the, I don't know how to say this last name, Koch family or Koch family, K-O-C-H. Uh-huh. Their net worth is $100 billion. They're in the oil business. Oh, yeah. That's a... That's a big money-making business. And the number one family, the richest family in the United States. Can I guess? Yeah. I'm torn between two. I'm going to guess the Truett Cathy family, which is the Chick-fil-A guy. Okay. And then I'm going to guess Walmart. Number one, over double the second richest family in the country is the Walton family. Walmart, $247 billion. Oh, my gosh. My question is this. And by the way, it's Sam. Sam's Club. Now that makes sense. Yeah. Sam Walton is like yep. the Sam's guy. Club, Walmart. I just thought they found a hey, guy named Sam, Sam. Start paying your employees better. You got a lot of money. So what do you think? What family you want to be a part of? Let's um, let's take away. Let's say it's all equal and you just can. It's like a oh, bragging. So money's right. not a thing. It's, yeah, so, I mean, you're rich either way. But it's so not you a- either brag to people and say, yeah, our family started Walmart or our family started Milky Ways. See, Walmart would be a good flex because everybody knows what Walmart is. But then it's also it could backfire because a lot of people don't like Walmart. A lot of people criticize Walmart. Right. So I think I'm going to I'm going to kick out Walmart, even though okay. they're the richest. I think I'm going to go the Mars family. Because they're still known enough that it's kind of a flex. So it's like, oh, yeah, you know the Milky Way, you know M&M's? Yep. That's me. Right? Nobody really knows that oil family. And Estee Lauder. Well, I mean, Estee Lauder would be the second pick for me because I do feel like people know who they are. But you choose the Mars family. Yeah. Just Bingo. for the clout. I and agree. The chocolate. I think it's a bigger flex to be like, yeah, my family started M&M's. That feels more fun and more of a great conversation and starter. unlimited M&M's yeah. your whole life. Now, right? do you think the Walton family... Do you think the Walmart family shops at Walmart, stimulates their own economy? Um, or do you think that's a very good question? Because they could shop at Whole Foods for the rest <laughs> of their life. And they're probably more of the, I mean, they're in the Let's Whole see, Foods tax bracket. $204 billion dollars is there? $247 billion. billion. They probably have somebody who privately shops for them at a fancy place. So they you don't probably think that, have their own Walmart that's just for their family. That's just, and it's all high-end stuff. It's they don't have fancy. the great value brand. Because I'm sitting there, I'm like, do you think the, I mean, it makes sense why... He or she would shop at Walmart, whoever's the CEO. Yeah, but I was going to say, I don't think Sam Walton would be walking around at Walmart. But then again, nobody's going to recognize him. So it's not like he's got paparazzi Could you point out Sam Walton? No. I don't even think half of his employees could point out who Sam Walton is. So final answer, you going Mars? shopping at Walmart. But yeah, I'm going to choose Mars. I am part of the- uh, I'm Lauren Mars. Lauren Mars. Mars family. And what do you lead with? The M&M or the Milky Way? 
M&M. Yeah. Milky Way is not my favorite. I think I'd be like, mm, you like M&M's? Yeah, so do I. You're welcome. <laughs> it's my family. <laughs> Things are about to get awkward. That awkward moment. It's Joey and Lauren, and it is that awkward moment. Something awkward happens in your life. You join us on the show to tell us all about it. Showing up to the wrong place at the wrong time. Awful situation, especially for Ethan. Uh, she joins us on that awkward moment right now. Ethan, thanks for joining us, man. What's going on? How are you? Hey, I'm right. How are you? Uh, we're doing well. Okay, you showed up to the right place at the wrong time or wrong place, right time? Like, what happened? So I got invited to a wedding of an old college friend. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, it, we hadn't seen each other in a long time. And so I was going into it just, you know, I wasn't expecting to know anyone. Maybe I would recognize someone, but I, I went anyway. You know, just show support. Yeah, yeah just like, okay, I'll go. Uh, right. You know, I get to the venue, and I sit down, and I start looking around, and I'm like, well, I don't recognize anyone. I thought I would, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. recognize at least one person. Um, <laughs> I'm just looking around, like, huh, maybe, did everyone really change that much? And, all right. <laughs> maybe everyone's got beard. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm sitting down, I'm looking around, and then I see the groom standing at the altar, and he's there, and I, I never met him, so, you know, it's not like I would have recognized him anyway, or he didn't look familiar to me. And then, you know, it comes time for the bride to come down so everyone gets up i turn around and i see the bride walking down the aisle and i do not recognize that woman <laughs> i do not recognize <laughs> so, the bride so, at all so you go to a wedding for the so, bride like the bride is your friend from college but when the bride comes down the aisle you're like that's that not my friend yeah i was hoping like in that moment i, was like, I don't recognize anyone maybe it's just would <laughs> be the person that i know and the not the person that I knew. Now, I mean, a lot of brides look different. I mean, I will say, I've I've seen people on their wedding day and the way well, yeah, the updos you know and the makeup friend. and everything. Like, so there was no, there was no doubt this was the wrong person. That, yeah, that, no <laughs> doubt. And okay. I, <laughs> I froze, and you know, I, I had the invite on my phone, so I just like, quickly pulled my phone out and I looked at it because I'd taken a picture of it, and I had just gone to this venue. A week before the wedding that I was supposed to go to, I was one week off. Oh my god! So you're at the wrong wedding. A week early. (laughs) That's amazing. I mean, you just wanted to scope out the area, make sure you knew kind of how how weddings work and how the vibe is. I get that. Gosh, how how far did you travel for this? I just got to know. Oh, it was it was a good hour and a half. It was. Yeah, hour and a half drive. So you you're three hours round trip. So what do you you sit there? The bride's walking down the aisle at the. So you're standing up, right? Because the bride comes in, you yeah. stand. So you're you're not leaving right there. Do you sit through the well, ceremony? You, yeah, you can't make a scene, right? Yeah, no, I no, I sat and I watched the, the vows and all that. <laughs> yeah, was it I mean, still beautiful? What? Was it still something that was like emotional for you? <laughs> I mean, the fact that it was emotional kind of made it more awkward. <laughs> yeah, you, you are crying I mean? at that point. <laughs> You're like, like, oh, it's so beautiful. I love these two people. That is so weird. So you're at a wedding on accident, someone else's wedding. Yeah. So how long did you stick it out? I mean, luckily it wasn't like a super long ceremony. I mean, they can get it wrapped up in 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so it was quick. And so it was just like, you know, that, like, you know, the sister did a reading, the poem. Um, and then the second uh, we're allowed to leave, I beeline it out back to my car. And <laughs> You're I'm like, I'm gone. not staying for the reception. Which, I wonder if anybody from the wedding party looked at that and like, who shows up to a wedding and then the moment it ends just leaves? Not a not a thank you, not a so happy for yeah, you guys, who, not who a handshake. Like, who just darts? <laughs> but And then an hour and a half drive back and then you probably turn around the very next week yeah, and actually went to the actual wedding. I was going to ask, did you make it to the actual wedding for your friend? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Same yeah, you wouldn't miss that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same suit. <laughs> you should have stayed. You should have just stayed in the same spot. You know what? I can hang out here for a week. It's seven days. Oh no big deal. Oh, my gosh. That is uh, a great Ethan, story. Ethan, thank you so much for the call. Thanks for sharing that awkward moment, man. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Absolutely. You know what? Weddings. Popular venues. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I have two friends that got married in the same exact spot because it's, like, the place to get married. I mean, it's Saturdays. You get your Saturdays mixed oh, up. Oh, those places, they're shelling out. I mean, they're doing weddings. All the time. Multiple times a day sometimes. You know, they've got weddings going, going, going. So it's not that out there that he would have made this mistake. What's... But he just, <laughs> it didn't dawn on him until the bride is walking down the aisle. Yeah, but I've had that. I've gone to weddings where the only person I know is either the bride or the groom. Right. And I don't even know both of them. So you're, like, meeting the bride or whatever. Also, depending on how intimate of a ceremony this was, do you think the bride walking down was like, who's that dude? No, no, because she's paying attention to her groom as she's walking down the aisle. She's not looking at the guests. But guarantee you a mom or aunt or somebody, maybe. Maybe, but also people, I mean, 
I've been to weddings where I don't know anybody because I was an old friend from They work probably just think you're from the other side. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're not going to know everybody at someone's wedding. Uh, have you showed up to the wrong place at the wrong time? Like Ethan, have you showed up to the wrong wedding? You can text us, <laughs> 68719. You can call us. We'll get to your answers coming up. That awkward moment. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment. So Ethan just joined us and uh, told us of that awkward moment where he showed up to the wrong wedding. Drove an hour and a half, had the wrong Saturday. There was a wedding there, and he's like, oh, I don't notice anybody yet. Don't notice the groom, but I didn't know the groom. And then as uh, the bride's walking down the aisle, he's like, that's not that's my friend. not my friend. Nope. <laughs> so uh, times you've showed up to the wrong place at the wrong time, or yeah, you actually went to the wrong wedding, whatever it may be. This is a doozy. We had to, uh, Brittany basically wanted us to change her name because she's so embarrassed and so not proud well, of what she, she used to do. she doesn't want people to connect her real name and her voice. Yes. So we're calling you Brittany and we're bringing you on now. And you said you actually went to the wrong place on purpose? Yes, numerous times actually. And I'm okay. seriously a horrible human being. No, you're not a horrible human being. You were a horrible human being. I mean, let's wait, being. maybe. Yeah, but yeah. We will determine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back when I was in college... Uh, my dorm was, like, right next to a funeral home, and then right across the street was an event center. So they would hold, like, a lot of the funeral, like, ceremonies and stuff at uh-huh. the event center. So me and my roommate at the time, we literally, we would dress in all black, get all dressed up, and we would sneak into these funerals and pretend that we were part of the family because we wanted to, like, eat the free food. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, that's that's why she changed her name. That's why we're calling Wait, her Brittany. You would, you really would do this. You are not pulling our leg. You're oh, not joking. You would show like, up to random people's funerals. You do not know to them. Eat the food because of the free food. Oh yeah, like once or twice a week. Like oh my gosh, a lot of money. There was a funeral. So you you had I, a black I dress know, and everything. So Brittany, here's my question: You go, you and your roommate. There's an event going on right by where you live. They've got free food there. I understand the intrigue, but you go to these funerals, and I the getting the food makes sense. But you had to have. I don't know how many times you did this, but you had to have made small talk with people, right? Um. Yes and no. Like <laughs> we really played the part. Like we would have like the sunglasses on. Sometimes we'd have like a veil and we would just be pretending to like really be that is so fraught. extra. So if people said anything, we would kind of just be like, oh, oh I, I'm, I'm so sorry or I miss him or I, he's gone too soon and then kind of just like shuffle away over to the where the food was. So you would just act like you need a moment, like you're yeah. having a really hard oh, time God, so you can't rough. talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that is so extra. Like the wardrobe that you would, you know, wear to these things is kind of a lot. But, but Lauren, it college, works. college, free food in college—that is something that is undeniable. Well, sometimes I, when I you're gotta in ask, what was the favorite? The favorite spread when people would have like catered food at the uh, funeral. Gotta make sure rich people <laughs> pass away. They would always uh, have the nice meals. Yeah, you could always tell. It sounds so bad, but like we kind of got used to knowing if it was like a bigger funeral or smaller, if they, you know, <laughs> oh were from a gosh. richer family. <laughs> so we kind of knew what we were getting into. And one time <laughs> they literally had like these brisket things. It was like, a, like these, Ooh. I don't even know. It was like, Brisket, and it was with bread, and it was it was amazing, and it was I ate so good. <sighs> That's how I want to die. Brisket at Brittany, my funeral. Yeah, I mean, you have moved on. I mean, this was. It sounds like maybe years. I don't know how old you are, but it sounds like years ago. You've moved on. You live a good life, and I think this is actually a great way for you to ask for forgiveness for showing up to random people's funerals for free food in college. I agree because I literally do so bad about it. I think about it and I feel so terrible. <laughs> That's awesome. Brittany, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate wow. it. All right. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Absolutely. That is an all timer. Like, but again, I remember being in college and we would go. I remember in college, we would go to like club meetings, the first meeting that they would do like a pizza party for mm-hmm. chess club or whatever it was. And we would go eat the food, act like we were interested for 10 oh, minutes and bounce. Up. Yeah, but that's not a funeral. Yeah, I guess it's all I'm not going up. like, oh, I need a moment here <laughs> while I eat more brisket. <laughs> more funeral potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this texter 68719 says, strangers actually showed up to my wedding. Ah. I still remember at my wedding, after our first dance, I was mingling with some people at the reception, and I noticed people I'd never seen before. I approached them. They admitted that they were crashing this wedding. Wedding and then crashers. They left. 
this wow. is my of course when I was with my buddies it was always the dream to be wedding crashers right, right? I mean the so movie dumb. the movie comes out and it seems like the coolest thing in reality it actually seems very inconvenient to crash a wedding I don't know it doesn't seem fun to me in my mind but I don't yeah I don't I don't get it it was like a dream of me and my buddies to be like oh yeah we're gonna be wedding crashers we're gonna be so cool and then Never happened. I'm glad your dreams got a little better. Yeah, thank you. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. Where did that answer come from? It's time for the five-second rule with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Let's play the game we call five-second rule. You got five seconds to name three things. Finley is today's contestant. What's going on, Finley? Uh, nothing. Just heading to school. Heading to school. You want to shout out a teacher? Uh, Mrs. Finky. Mrs. Finky. Finky? Did I say that right? Yeah. Shout out Mrs. Finky. She's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so here we go. You got five seconds. So you're, I mean, you're heading to school. Your brain's already working, certainly working more than Lauren and I's. And so uh, we're all battling against each other. You'll have five seconds to name three things, all right? Okay. Okay, who do you want to start? Uh, us. Or Lauren, Lauren. Okay, okay. oh, that was a late change, so okay. that's interesting. So how about okay, so we go me, Finley, then okay. you. All right. So, Lauren, here we go. We're doing two rounds uh, today. Okay. Lauren, your first one is name three abbreviations used in texting. Um, LOL. Um, um, okay. (laughs) BRB, TTYL. I mean, we don't use them as much as we used to, but wow. I almost said BYOB, and I was like, I don't think anybody texts that. (laughs) Bring your own beer, I guess. All right, here we go, Finley. Okay, Finley, name three. Fast food restaurants. Uh, McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, and uh, Wendy's. There it is. Mm. Getting done. That's a trifecta, nice. too. All right. So, Finley on the board. Now to me. Joey, name three types of dinosaurs. Uh, Tyrannosaurus rex, Allosaurus, Velociraptor, um, Bronchiosaurus. Mm. Wow. Your, your boy watches a lot of the super simple songs. With what, our son. What's an Allosaurus? Allosaurus. I mean, I believe you. It, I it's a big it one. Is. Trust me, my brother's a big fan of it. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I'm not lying, I swear. Okay. All right, so Finley and I both have a point. Lauren, zero. Here we go to round two. Lauren, name three items used to fidget. What? A pen. Clicking a pen. Um, A piece of paper. I don't know. Your phone. What do you mean fidget? Wait, yeah, like a pen cap would have been great. Well, a zipper. Pen. People's, oh, people zipper. use a, a zipper to fidget. You could have done, um, well, I don't know. It was yeah, tough. That is very tough. All right. Okay. So uh, Lauren is guaranteed a loss. Let's go to Finley. <laughs> okay, Finley. Uh, you have five seconds to name three game shows. Uh, uh, Wheel of Fortune, uh, Jeopardy, and Big Bang Show. Uh, oh, that was that pretty was- close. What are we doing? Are we giving it? I, I, oh, I'm going to wow. say no. I'm going to say no. Don't worry, because I think I'm going to get this wrong, and Finley's going to win anyway. <laughs> okay. Joey, name three professional boxers. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, Evander Holyfield, Mike Tyson, Jake Paul, mm. technically. Okay. <laughs> count. Yeah, you got it. All right, wow. Finley. Good news. We're still going to hook you up, all right? Okay, thank you. All right, yeah, absolutely. Nice Mornings with Joey and Lauren. Time for your uh, life hack today. If you want softer ice cream when you buy it from the grocery store, uh, when you put it in your freezer, put it in a giant Ziploc bag. It'll help the ice cream stay softer longer. I have heard of a lot of people doing that, so I bet it works. I haven't tried it, but the fact that I've heard this many, 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 many times... I mean, I just the fact that I bring it up on the Joey Life Hack should be enough. But normally, Lauren needs like eight more evidence pieces before you believe him. Because once I did say, microwave your spoon, and that was a bad idea. So <laughs> don't do that. Idea. That was a bad life I'm hack. I'm so glad I caught you I saying know, that. I know, I know. Because sometimes, I don't want to say this, but I'm oh, going to yeah. say it. Sometimes I kind of don't hear what you're saying, or I kind of zone out, or I'm distracted. And the fact that you said, <laughs> if you want your ice cream to be softer... Microwave your spoon. I was like, what? Red flag, red flag. Yeah, big red flag. So uh, do put your ice cream, though, in a giant Ziploc bag, and uh, that'll help. I've also got the things you don't want to say when you're asking for a raise, which I think is one of the top five most awkward conversations you can have as a human being. How many times have you had that conversation? Or have you ever had that conversation? Uh, Yeah, I've had a conversation to ask for a raise. Um, and it, I'm trying to remember what it was and I probably did it terribly because I'm very, I'm much of an open book. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely did not take this advice 
from uh, CNBC Money, which apparently has come out with the, these are the words and the phrases you don't want to use, but they give you what to say instead. Because you can really shoot yourself in the foot, apparently, if you say some of these things. So you ready? I'm ready. Number one is never say, I want more money. Instead, give an exact salary range. You may think more money just means more money. The bosses may think that's 25 extra cents an hour. I don't know. That happened to me. That happened really? to me. I've had a lot of these conversations. In You've asked for a jobs. lot of raises in your life? Well, I remember one specifically where I was talking to my boss at a health clinic I worked for, and I had just gained so many more responsibilities. Just so many different yeah, like things that were now. to your plate, added to your plate. Yep, yep, so many things added to my plate. I was all of a sudden helping on the hiring board. Like, there were a lot of things that I was doing, and I'm like, I kind of feel like I'm being overworked. Like, I deserve to be compensated a little more. And I remember asking, and they're like, you're right. You do deserve more. And it was like 25 wow. cents. And I was like, yeah, well, uh, yeah. I should have specified. <laughs> we take this Arby's gift card and just know we <laughs> care so much about you. Uh, number two, and this is what a lot of people say. They go, I think I deserve this because dot, dot, dot. Don't say I think. Say I deserve this because dot, dot, dot. I know I deserve yeah. this. Do not say I think because then they can respond as I know you think that, but we don't think that. Hmm. But you have to have confidence and say, I deserve this because. Also, don't say, I was hoping for, I was hoping for a little bit more yeah, money. Yeah, because then that almost feels like it's. It's a dream. That or it's just kind of left up to yep. discretion. Like, oh, I guess so. This is what you need to say. Based on how my experience is valued in the market and in this organization, I would expect dot, hmm. dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Here's my problem. Y'all, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to need to write these long phrases down. <laughs> That one's pretty long. <laughs> like, I'm going to be like, have a note card. Based on how my experience is valued in this market, in this organization, I would expect da, da, da. All right. I do feel like that one's a little bit of a stretch because how do you know your experience is valued? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, is that being too forward? Number four, this is a big one. A lot of people will say I may have to go to the competition. This is the phrase to not say. Don't say I'm going to have to go to the competition. Instead, say I've received other offers, but what I'm more interested in making this position sustainable. I've done that. I've said that. You've said that, that phrase, exactly I've said thing? like almost exactly. So you didn't just say, I'm just going to have to leave and go somewhere no, else because then I've they said, go, all right, go. I legitimately had another offer from a, a competing doctor's office, which is kind of funny. I was waiting. I was like, wait a second. Did <laughs> no. someone want to break up the band here? No, when I worked in healthcare, we had, um, it was this big like uh, medical building, but there were different doctor's offices within it. And, like, the window that I worked at was, like, across from another. And that window, like, poached me. And they came over. and they, So they, like, made they eye contact? They gave me an offer. Like, and it was much more than I was making. And so I told my boss, I was like, hey, I've received this other offer. And then what did my, my boss do? They yep. matched it. But if you, don't, if you don't bring up the end of that phrase, which is, but I would love to make it work here. Right. Then but it I don't shows. Leave. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the last thing, don't say thanks anyway if you can't make this work. Just don't give, yeah, Don't give them the thank you. Here's what you do say. This is a mic drop moment. Can you imagine saying this to your boss? When can we pick up this conversation again? Like, ah, I'm so not going anywhere. If they're wrapping it up, yeah. say, okay, they well, say, think about it. Let's or- table it. Instead of saying, okay, well, thanks. They're not going to bring it up again. What you need to say is, when, when, when can we talk about this again? Bada like boom, that. bada bing. So hopefully maybe that inspired you today as you're going into work. You're like, Boom. Corner office, CEO, I'm meeting with them today. Yeah, maybe today is the day and you have a plan to ask for more compensation today. Hopefully that And if it doesn't work, please don't call us and say, Joey and Lauren, your your little hack sucked (laughs) and I got fired. Yeah, don't blame us. (laughs) No, not at all. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand.